y'all heard? heard. A podcast for me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related for yet another year. And you know, we just come together each week and we set aside some time so that you guys can just get a break from just, you know, everything. And then you can put on your headphones. And then what I also recommend, but we don't really usually give instructions for the podcast, is also put on an eye mask. And then also, lastly, put your hands in mittens so mm-hmm. that all of your sensory, you know, uh, feeling maybe is, is focused on your hearing. And then just tune the rest of it out. So, like, we'll serve as a sort of ASMR for you. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> In other words, we tell you things you didn't know, you needed to know. Um, Pete, tell me whatever you'd like. You know what I'll tell you? No. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's tomorrow, but... Yeah. This, yeah, thank you. I figured since your parents never know when your birthday is. <laughs> yeah, they actually did it correct. Well, No. A week ago, my mother said, oh, your birthday's on Friday, right? And I said, no. <laughs> and they properly got me my birthday card right on time. So Nice. Yeah. Someone who I've been friends who I haven't seen in person or talked to really in like 10 years wished me a happy birthday. Yet my parents, it's just a new adventure every year as to whether or not they know my birthday. I like or it, though. My little name. Marissa, thought- you have been known to love the unexpected i do and i actually love that my parents don't know my birthday is (laughs) that annoyed when i don't know when their birthday is because i was like give and take guys i'll find this cute as long as i also get a pass (laughs) anyway i like that conversation i'll find this cute as long as i have a pass (laughs) exactly so uh is that all you want to say um Listen, uh, guys, I think I, I think I confessed this before. If I didn't, I'll confess it now. Pizza virgin. I traveled for the holidays. I'm sorry. <laughs> and in traveling. He's not really. Unless he is. <laughs> Keep on talking. I'm sorry. I like the air of mystery. In traveling, uh, in New Jersey, they pump your gas for you. And... That combined with the idea of social distancing, like the gas attendant has a mask on, <laughs> and I feel obligated to put a mask on myself if they're going to come to my window. Um, mm-hmm. My mom thinks that's too much, but that's how it works because their mask protects you. But then if you don't wear a mask, normally what I try to do though is cut them off at the pass and just open my rear. His um, <laughs> butt. Yeah, I open my rear end and I talk through that because because the the vapor that comes from your butt is COVID clean. <laughs> uh, I heard you think that COVID do shit, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I try to open the passenger side rear window, which mm-hmm. is where the gas tank is in my car. And uh, that way I'm like talking to them through there. Yeah, that's cool. What is also there, though, is a big sticker with you and my face on it. Oh. Yours well, and my face. Yes. You know. you, your um, face, my face. For our for our podcast. And <laughs> this 
this guy was pumping my gas. And then when I was done and I gave him the, or he gave me my card back, he was like, Hey, is this you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. And he was like, I'm going to give you a listen. Whoa. (laughs) Hey, gas man. (laughs) Thanks for listening. I like that. Now, he could well be the historic thing that I needed to tell you about our podcast. I think we're on pod episode like 174. So that's not really that, you know, monumental. Um, we I are mean, starting I- a new year, but our podcast recording year is sometime in the fall, I think. Mm, so okay. that's not monumental. But what is monumental is that our rating on iTunes has been downgraded. What? Someone gave us one star. You dirty <laughs> who did that? Hey, fuck you. And that's the they- thing, Marissa. They didn't have the... I don't, if, I don't know if you want to say the guts. I don't know if you want to say the decency. But they didn't even leave us a review to explain Rub the one ball. star. You pussy bitch. First of all, <laughs> you better not still be watch, listening just to hate listen. And second of all, like if you're going to do that, like fucking put your name behind it. Wow, that ties directly into my topic. But we still have an icebreaker to do. But just so you know, whoever did that, I hate you. And I was kind of excited because, you know... When Heather put in her five-star review, uh-huh. and I can't remember exactly when it was, but it was within a month ago, uh-huh. we we were at five stars. Yeah. So it happened between then and now that somebody decided to go in and put in one star. Now, what have we covered since then? We've covered Christmas topics. We've covered pretty like light things. And yeah. I don't know that anybody brand new would tune into our podcast. Like, if I listened to a brand new podcast and I didn't like it, I wouldn't go and give it one star. Yeah. I just wouldn't give it any stars. But yeah. if I listened to a podcast regularly and I didn't like the people on it, maybe, or like they somehow attacked me or hurt my feelings, like that would be a reason that I would give somebody one star. So aside from your boyfriend with a fake, bu- your ex boyfriend with a fake butthole, like <laughs> this, this means that we have at least one hater out there. And I feel like that, that's really good for branding. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say a couple things. One. With all my heart, I hope it's my ex-boyfriend who has a fake butthole. Um, to, or maybe it's a regular listener and who didn't like the lack of grittiness in our Christmas episode. <laughs> so I just wasn't fair about of grittiness. But yeah, I don't know. You're right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Whatever, you sad bitch, whoever did it. You I'm could sorry. also call us up at 570-PODWOD1 and explain to us why you gave us one star. If you're still listening, if you call and tell us why, I will retract my accusation that you are a <laughs> Which some people would say is a problematic insult. And I say, we don't have enough listeners for me to have to watch what I want, <laughs> what I say. But challenge for the rest of our listeners, get out there and give us a five-star rating so that we can make this, this um, I, I think we're at 4.7 stars now. So that we can make this gap smaller and smaller and smaller. Especially if you've been listening to us. If this is your first time, you're like, I don't care about them. But if you've been listening to us for a while and you haven't bothered to rate us, please give us a five star. And if you're like, I don't like them that much. (laughs) Because there is only one or the other, okay? Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) true. I won't go in a Lyft driver's car if they have less than a five. 
Maybe one bad thing happened that gave him a four point five. <laughs> I assume he's gonna write me if he has a four point six five. So you know. When I first started listening to podcasts, and I was like, "Oh, okay, they say that I should rate them," and like I would, and I would be like, "But is this really like a five star podcast? I mean, what really is a five star podcast? And yeah. who am I? Am I qualified really to like give my opinion on whether this is five? And then I was like, "Oh no! If you like it, you give it five stars. If you hate it, then you give it one star. <laughs> like that's yeah. all. That's the whole rating spectrum." Exactly, I agree with you. And yeah. if something has three stars, that means half the people likes it and half the people hate it. <laughs> yeah. So guys, come come to our aid because it's it's not like we have enough listeners to justify us having a hater. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We have enough listeners that just everyone who's listening should. We're just still be like, trying oh. to pull down fifteen dollars a month from Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Which I forgot we even had that much. And I thought it was I. Cool give to our Patreon. <laughs> hey, stop admitting that! <laughs> I forgot you admitted that. <laughs> that you could have like a, a savings account, like money you won't touch. That's no, you know, I just, I just I listen to our podcast, I like it, I wanted the bonus uh, content. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, I assume Blake Wexler does not listen to our podcast, but I only gave him a dollar and he gave me a shout out. Did there you, you hear that? I didn't get, wait. Which episode? The Gators no, one? Not the last one, the one before. Yeah, I missed that one. Okay. Anyway. But, you know how he always, like, says something fake about the people in the shout-outs? Like, mm-hmm. makes up something? What he said that sounded fake sounded almost too close to reality. Because <laughs> he was like, she's always messaging me for free show tickets. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, what? And then I realized he was exaggerating and maybe didn't realize I am the person who told him to give me free show tickets. <laughs> this is not interesting to anyone. Did I tell you that we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know? Marissa, tell us something we need to know um, about your week, about your day. I am... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something and then I'm going to move on. I'm not going to comment on it. I'm just going to say a fact. Oh, also, I was going to say that the person who gave us four, uh, one star could also be someone who I talked shit on. Anyway, right. uh, which is valid. Okay. Um, I've been very bored staying inside too long. And I told my boyfriend I am struggling to, like, feel creatively fulfilled. Like, I, I, I'm glad we still have a podcast. I thought she was just going to say to feel Period. <laughs> that too. Uh, but that, like, I feel like there's so much free time where I'm just watching TV, and I was like, I wish we had like a project or something. And I was trying to push him to make the blog he always wanted, even though blogs aren't really relevant oh, anymore. Yeah. But, but oh, sadly, I can't because I think I. Why can't you do, t- do a TikTok? Him? Yeah. Because he feels like he needs to be seen as professional in the public eye. But deep down, he wants a TikTok so bad. You can make a professional TikTok. Listen, there are a lot of doctors on TikTok. A lot of doctors. I know, but There are doctors giving out medical advice on TikTok. (laughs) He he hates doctors who do TikTok dances. It's complicated what he's willing to do uh, online and stuff. Anyway, that sounded weird. (laughs) Ignore what I just said. Anyway, he's like, we can start a podcast. I was like, about what? 
The only I, I don't need another podcast in my life, but I wanted him to run with this because I wanted to hear what he, he thought of. The only idea that we came up with was where I ask dumb questions because I have no med- medical background and he answers my question like, how do doctors get the duty out of your butt when you're constipated? Give me a, a run through of that. But anyway, we decided not. But then he's like, I got a podcast title. And he said, we'd call our podcast... Vanilla and Red. What? Hey, gonna slide by. That's all I got for you. Dad, you all do with that what you want. I would call your podcast I'm with Stupid. And who's Stupid? You. Me? Me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I like that. I Because I was like Vanilla and Red, but the Red is not the opposite of Vanilla or vice versa. I was like, I get what you're trying to do, like, I don't. You're a, you're a, he's a vanilla, like a square man. Like he's the he's the oh. straight man. My unhinged. I thought it was because he's white, <laughs> which I know he's not. <laughs> no, it was just that he. And I a, thought you said vanilla and Raz because you're red. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rad is an R A D because. Imagine my, that podcast called Vanilla and Raz, and you're just like, what? <laughs> And it's just an And no one ever says like and I'm vanilla and I'm Raz. <laughs> like no one mentions anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um I would also just like to point out related to that is my boyfriend speaks fluent Spanish, but sometimes his pronunciation is wrong. And I'm like, Oh, you should do this, you should do that because while I can't speak fluent Spanish, I know how to pronounce the things. Uh I've recently been trying to learn bits of Cantonese. And I've learned that while you could you can um talk in Spanish and, and mispronounce things and you know it might sound like funny oh like oh you have a white accent but when you speak Cantonese wrong you sound like you're being racist mm-hmm. that's all yeah yeah it's really hard to just slightly get Cantonese wrong you get it like hard wrong so it sounds like you're making fun of it so I think I'm gonna stop trying <laughs> which probably isn't what I should take from that but you know uh I'm lazy. Anyway. Icebreaker. So, uh, Pete, you got an icebreaker? Well, Marissa, it's a new year. And um, I'm afraid that you're going to ask a New Year's resolution sort no! of icebreaker. So I was <laughs> trying to find one that wasn't. Um, what was... An unexpected joy this past year and an unexpected obstacle. Okay, you could go first. I mean, are we allowed to count COVID as unexpected? I guess. I mean, unless you knew it was coming. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, if you think of anything else, but I mean, try to think of something else. I don't even know what happened last year. <laughs> <laughs> Already gone. Yeah, I, I just remember going to Mexico and then COVID forever. I guess an unexpected obstacle was working from home, which I realize isn't very interesting. That's fine. But um, not for the reasons that one might think, which would be like, oh, Pete, you don't work enough because you're home and you're like bored 
No, in fact, it was the complete opposite, and I would work all the time because I was at home, and work was right over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that problem. So it is very stressful sometimes, but yeah. I never past four o'clock except for one day, and I made sure everyone heard about it. Like I was so just lived the hardest life ever. Um, okay, was your unexpected joy? COVID? Was that what you said? Yeah, COVID was my unexpected joy. Um, okay. Just, like, feel so good when COVID hugs you. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I would say that finding love in a pandemic is quite oh. unexpected. <laughs> Very nice, Pete. Very nice. And so that was an unexpected joy this past year. That's cool. Um... My unexpected joy is Animal Crossing because oh, yeah. just People everything. Still doing that? Yes. Cool. All right, but I am. My birthday is tomorrow on Animal Crossing. They're gonna throw me a party, and Who's I'm bu- building the beautiful home I wish I had in Animal Crossing. And Animal Crossing is is just amazing. Uh, my unexpected obstacle is sunlight and how I need it to not feel depressed. Okay. All right. And the fact that I don't leave my house, I'm really struggling. So I had a better one, but I can't think about it anymore. So well, if, yeah. it, if it occurs to you in the middle of the show, just shout it out. Okay. Oh, it's my episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I just like stared at you for a moment. Okay. I just want to say, I can understand someone not liking our show. But like... I can't. No, but I was... Because I like... I'm annoying. I know that. <laughs> uh, like, but... Why are you even listening to us Like, if you don't know us at all? Like, you should only be listening if you would like it. Like, everyone's like, oh, I love your show. Because it makes me feel like I'm hanging out with you and Pete. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I expect. And Otherwise, if you do you... know us, like, how could you not love us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, guys, it would have been a perfect segue if we talked about this right after the one-star review. Because I'm going to talk about something that we all kind of know, we've kind of all heard before. But I want to, one, bring it up again. And two, I want to know exactly why. So why are people so motherfucking rude on the internet? That is what I want to know. And I don't. Have, is this like a six-part series? <laughs> no, it's very it's an abbreviated, very abbreviated one. But um, this is mostly from a Psychology Today article. Is social media making us ruder? Uh, ruder? What do you say? More rude? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know, but don't be a dick about it. Yeah, and uh, a couple other articles that I forgot to write down. So hopefully we never become so well-known that I get in trouble for not citing people correctly. <laughs> anyway, I just want I just want enough people to listen that I feel like I'm not screaming into a void, but that I never need to edit myself or buy stuff. <laughs> anyway, so do people act differently online than they do in person? That's obvious. You don't need an article to tell you that. Like, Yes. You, you know, you, you put a different image forth online. Um, there is also a phenomenon known as the online disinhibition effect. Essentially, being online lowers your inhibitions. 
This Boy, I'm off- always posting nudes, N-O-O-D-Z. <laughs> I love that. That's, I still enjoy that. Not people's nudes, just writing it like that. Uh, then- I put that I put that on my shopping list when I need noodles. <laughs> uh, I knew I liked my boyfriend when I was on, when we were still, you know, not official, but I was on a date with someone else, a first date with someone else, and I drunkenly texted my current boyfriend, you should send me nudes, but I spelled it like that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he didn't send me nudes. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I like how the moment you knew you liked your boyfriend is when you did something. Because <laughs> I was like, no, I know I don't want to be with this guy I'm on a date with currently because I'm asking my other guy for nudes. Anyway. <laughs> this effect often results in people either behaving meaner online or opening up more online than they normally would in face-to-face conversations. Uh, but why? Pete, why do you think this why? happens? Yeah, why? Oh, for real? Um, yeah, what? Because uh, somebody's not right in front of you. Like... I could be meaner because I'm not going to see somebody's face and like see that their feelings get hurt. I mean, I feel like it's the same idea as why it's easier to like bomb a city in the Middle East with a drone than it is to actually send a person down there to kill people. Yes. That's Sorry. Def- <laughs> <laughs> Go that big. <laughs> that is definitely part of it. So, okay. Many experts contend that social media has definitely contributed to an attitude of rudeness. Quote, people feel that they have to share their opinions on everything, everywhere, at all times, yeah. even backed up by scant knowledge, says Danny Wallace, author like of podcasts. the book. podcasts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> author of the book, Fuck You Very Much, The Surprising Truth About Why People Are So Rude. Quote, and then they have to broadcast that opinion, importantly, and in a forthright manner so that they can cut through the noise. And rudeness cuts right through. His research on the psychology of rudeness can give us key insights into what's going on right now and what we can do to become more empathetic. I'll get to that at the end. But anyway, uh, what Pete said is part of why people feel like they can be rude on the Internet. Um, there's that anonymity factor that definitely con- contributes to that uh, with online rudeness and trolls. But... Oh, I think too. Um, I think too. We can also reach more people. Like I can find somebody who I hate out there. That is true. I that might not be able to find somebody in my immediate life. <laughs> that is true. I don't have a nemesis anymore, which yeah. I used, which is slightly comforting in a way. It was fun to say I had an enemy. She's a anyway. formidable opponent. Opponent. Yeah, I would say. None of us won, or I won. She definitely did not win. Anyway. Oh, I'm talking about her. But I guess <laughs> he was also at a point. I've had many enemies in my life, people. Yeah, this is why we have a one-star review, Marissa. <laughs> why? Because I don't... Because I talk... <laughs> don't tell them who I have shit to talk about. Which part? Should <laughs> I be more yes. or less there? <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, but the latest research that has been done on the matter says that it is primarily a lack of eye contact that allows us to be particularly rude to people. 
Um, and the, the late one of the latest big studies was has been done in a in Israel. Um, why did I say that like that? I'm sorry, that sounded weird. Like I said, Israel, like with a weird, like a weird emphasis. I have no like you were singing a Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, so sorry. <laughs> okay, so the, so basically, the three main reasons are anonymity, invisibility, and most important, a lack of eye contact. So okay, Zoomer. Pete. <laughs> You shut up. <laughs> so delving a little deeper into this, um, the root may lie deep within the human psyche. Uh, the majority of communication is nonverbal. So that means it's composed of body language, eye contact, speech tone, and language patterns. Mm-hmm. Uh, so without this information to help us process and categorize information, our minds are left to sort through the uncertain. And thanks to a leftover prehistoric penchant for fight or flight, being unsure about another person's intent often creates a negative reaction to a perceived threat. Everyone, if you didn't fucking get the memo that has just been out there for years, don't ever end your fucking text in like a sentence unless maybe unless it's like a fully formed sentence and there's another sentence but don't ever right. say hello period if or you like, have more than one text to send like more than one sentence then you must yeah. use punctuation if yeah. you're not writing a complete sentence you should use no punctuation yeah if you want to keep it normal if you want to be passive aggressive to your boss to a delicious degree respond to her emails with sure period or okay period yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Or will do, period. All of these I can say from experience. <laughs> anyway, uh, by continually presenting ourselves only as our quote-unquote best selves online, you know, doing the angles, using your ring lights to make sure your face is beautifully lighted, making all positive captions, yes, all the mm-hmm. time. Um, by only presenting our best selves online and reaping the emotional benefits of lots of likes on Facebook, for instance, psychologists say our self-esteem may bloom disproportionately and negatively impact self-control. The results? You'll feel entitled to be an online meanie. Experts also say that people sometimes actually forget that they're speaking out loud when they post a smirky comment, like writing something from a smartphone almost seems like you're talking only to yourself. Like, yeah, I do find it very upsetting when... So I'm not even talking about, like, a, a big-time celebrity, but when, like, a a reality t- star celeb posts something kind of vulnerable online. I watch reality shows, whatever, so I follow some of them. They post something kind of vulnerable online, and while they're, they're technically celebrities, they're small enough that they definitely read their comments. Uh, when someone... They're also like, people. Yeah, they are also people. And sometimes I'll see a commenter being like, she's such a bitch, but she's like talking to the other commenters instead of like talking to the person who made the video. And I'm like, the person sees it. Like, what are you yeah. what are you doing? At least, at least I'm supposed to be like, you're such a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just seems so mean to like talk around them and insult them. Anyway, so does this rudeness have any effect on us i mean obviously you're like fuck this fuck this person or you might get sad about it but um there could be you know more long-term or larger effects that span beyond the online realm um 
So why do online trolls affect us so much? And why do we take it so personally when, in reality, their trolling speaks far more to their mental health than ours? The way Bullshit. What? <laughs> the way people always that's say like, That's like when, when you're a kid and your mom's like, that person making fun of you, it says more about them than it does about you. And it's wow. like, yeah, well, they're still making fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people appreciate diplomacy. People appreciate being respected and heard. That's why rudeness has such an effect on us psychologically. No doubt. Uh, we feel immediately dismissed, put upon, disrespected, and we will go to some pretty dark places to gain that respect back. It turns out rudeness often leads to revenge. Yes, it does. I can see. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say I'm not generally rude. Am I vengeful? Yes. It's one of your best qualities, Marissa. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you're anything like me, you often... This is not me speaking. I just really just spoke. I'm reading from the article. I try to not read like I'm reading straight from an article, but I zoned out. <laughs> Let me pretend and say that. Okay. <sighs> anyway, this psychology says... Oh, yeah, okay. I'll just read this article, whatever. It's, I'm too far into it. I can't pick up a point where it can sound natural. The article <laughs> says, If you're anything like me, you often struggle with confrontation. <laughs> That's for sure. And more than just yelling at the driver of the car that just cut in line, you're not one for calling people out when they're being rude. But this can sometimes backfire. Uh, this psychology says that rudeness spreads like a cold. Even witnessing rudeness is enough for us to become infected psychologically and for us to carry it with us after that. If someone is persistently rude to you, to you at work, for instance, the psychological effects can lead to physical effects, mm -hmm. just as we know stress can. I will say that when I do see lots of people being fucking dicks on the internet and it's not even to me it just makes me so angry like so angry and like when I get angry I just felt like I sounded like the whole you Hulk. wouldn't want to see Marissa when yeah, she's angry I, would, I was like do I say that she puts that on purple pants <laughs> but no I just like it just like ruins my day uh, and not to mention that having a negative outlook on life can actually shorten your lifespan I just want to put in a pause right here. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, yeah, but the same rings true of kindness. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Uh, did you see that story about like how there was this humongous string of pay it forward at a Dairy Queen? Did you ever see that recently? Not, um, no, not specifically at a Dairy Queen. I but saw I just, one like at a Dunkin' Donuts or something recently. But yeah, yeah. I just like how it's like, it spread so long, and then just someone's like, "No, yeah. I don't care." Like, finally, like, I got mine. I deserve I, this. I hate that. <laughs> uh, but our brains are generally wired towards negative. Okay, hold, hold on, hold on. I just want to say, I'm a guy. I'm, a, I'm, I'm usually going in to Dunkin' Donuts to buy like a single cup of coffee or something like that. Now, if somebody's paying it forward, and there's a family of eight behind me. I might stop. I might stop it. I just wanted, wanted to put that out there. Okay, that is true. That is actually very true. Uh, okay. All that being said, your bra our brains are generally wired toward negativity. 
boast, to give it and to remember it. Uh, experts would say that back in the Stone Age, it was more important to remember to avoid the threatening tiger than to approach uh, the friendly dog. So, what? I I feel like I'm cutting in a lot, and I apologize, but I just wanted to to say, because I wonder if I had a good childhood. Why? (laughs) Because when people ask me for stories about, like, being a kid, I can think of bad ones, but I can't think of good ones. But usually the bad ones are like a greatest hits. It's not like I have so many bad ones. Well, so I wonder if the stories that I can't remember are just like, yeah, things were fine. Probably. Your mommy's a sweetheart. Yeah. I mean, there's more to your childhood than your mom, but yeah. No, there's not. <laughs> I, on the flip side, anytime anyone asks me about my family, all I can think of are these happy memories. Yet I have an anxiety so deeply ingrained with me that I know is from my childhood. Like, I... Never mind, I won't even get into that. Anyway, I just <laughs> All feel, of your happy memories are on thin ice. Like, I, don't, I don't know, anyway. Uh, I love my parents, but, you know, people pass their issues down to their children. Anyway... Uh, yeah, so this is, you know, this is supposed to be like an evolutionary thing. You know, you needed to remember the negative things, remember the threats, um, so you don't, you know, so you don't naively, like, approach them again. Uh, so if you have a tendency to be an online downer, however, changing your persona could be as simple as retraining your brain. If you can encourage... Oh, that simple as retraining your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a little bit vague. If you can encourage in positive thoughts in real life, you're more likely to be nice online, too. Isn't that go, doesn't that go without saying? I'm addicted to meth. If I could only just retrain, <laughs> retrain my brain. Well, here are some actionable things. But <laughs> any good things that happen throughout the day, such as finishing a work project, completing household chores, or keeping a date with the treadmill, you're retraining your brain. Pete, maybe you should have a uh, gratuity. No. Gravity? Gratitude. Gratitude journal. I am having the most wicked mental fog (laughs) in quarantine that it's problematic. Anyway. Maybe I should go on Twitter and tell everybody I kept my date with the treadmill. (laughs) Yeah, do it. (laughs) The more you cultivate positivity, the more active the left side of your brain's prefrontal cortex will be. And over time, this activity will help overshadow any negative emotions that might crop up. I enjoy my cynicism, so, nah, that's fine. Anyway, so, uh, just some other sort of vague but uh, simple ways, according to these articles, that you could strengthen your empathy uh, and stop being a fucking dick online. Um, first of all, if you don't know what empathy means, just to remind y'all, as <laughs> sympathy is a feeling of concern for someone else and a desire that that you know becomes better off. Why is my job calling me? Anyway, I hung up. Uh, well, empathy. I'm off work hours. No one's allowed to call me. Uh, well, we have a writing emergency, Marissa. <laughs> Sorry, that was mean, but also like, really? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, empathy involves sharing the other person's emotions, actually putting yourselves in their shoes. Mm-hmm. So, having more empathy 
can, you know, help you to stop being a fucking dick and stop giving one-star reviews. Anyway, so people who spend more time with individuals different from themselves tend to adopt a more empathic outlook towards others. So keeping yourselves amongst diversity. Uh, other research finds that reading novels can help foster the ability to put ourselves in the minds of others. Right. Uh, and last but not least, which I don't know why this always bothers me, don't know why, but meditation has also been shown to help cultivate brain states that increase empathy. I don't know why meditation... You should what? do an episode on why you hate meditation. Yeah, I don't know why I hate it so much. Anytime my therapist tells me to meditate, I'm just like, no. I'm just not. I'm just not. Just tell me. I just. I'm just not. I just, just don't want to. I just don't want to be a person that says, "Yeah, I meditated." However, I'm reading a book now about healthy practices. It says you could just count like coloring in silence meditation. So I'll call that meditation. Are you going to become an adult colorer? I have a coloring book. Beat. Shut up! But I'm not an adult colorer. Mm, I think you <laughs> might be, but okay. No, I don't color every day. And I color because I'm a creative person and I like to see works of beauty. I don't color because I'm an adult colorer. Anyway, uh, fun fact to end You should my- color on Twitch. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that, there was like a hint. Not a hint either. It was like half sincere and half joking. <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, man. You know what I would do? Oh, I wish I could get my boyfriend to just be like, let's eat on Twitch. I would do that. Because. I don't know why. It would just be so stupid. It just felt so lonely to eat on Twitch by myself. Yeah. Anyway, my last part, I just want to share a fun fact with you. In 2007, South Korea mandated that all websites with more than 100,000 users had to require them to enter their real names online, as well as input personal information at registration, all in an effort to reduce abusive comments. This law was later scrapped because negative comments had only declined by 0.9% in one year. And it, because of the added personal, the, uh, cause the adding the personal info left people vulnerable to hacking. Oh, okay. Yeah. So savage. I, Korean message boards and comments are another level of savage. <laughs> I have seen some, but boy, oh boy, uh, am I, yeah, just glad I don't have to contest with that. Um, yeah, so, person who gave us one star, unmask yourself, bitch. <laughs> That's what I would like to say. So the weekend, uh, dox you or hack your accounts. What'd you say? So the weekend dox you or hack your yeah. accounts like yeah. they do in Korea. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. No, really, I think, um, you know, uh, I think we could definitely handle getting one one star review. Yeah, as long as it's one. Watch. Then this friend will tell all their friends to troll us and give us all one star reviews. I think, um, yeah, there's a bunch of different ways to read that sort of stuff and. I, I, I will say that I never th- really perceived our show as very polarizing. No. <laughs> Either you're like, these two people are idiots, and I'm just going to turn it off. <laughs> exactly. Like, if you, like, how do you even fucking listen to a whole episode? But, like, 
politically, if you disagree with Joe Rogan and and you are one of these people who just keeps feeding, you know, the beast inside you, and you're like, I'm going to listen to every Joe Rogan podcast, and I'm going to be angry about it, then um, okay, but like. We, I don't think we say anything that inflammatory. Eh, maybe we do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you yeah. do, but... <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not politically correct, and I talk shit on a lot of things with people. I'm trying to stop, but I think that if I stopped altogether, I would lose some of my charm. Could have been the tinned fish contingent. Maybe they hit us. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Good. I don't want tinned fish people to listen to us. <laughs> I was going to say, are people with fake buttholes? That's not true. If you have a fake butthole, but you're not my ex-boyfriend, please listen to us as much as you want. I feel for you. I don't feel for him. Anyway. Um. Plugs. What are you plugging? This isn't really so much of a plug, but I've been, um, I, I guess... I've been watching like one series or one season uh, TV series on Hulu. Like things that, like if you got canceled, you moved to the top of my list for some reason. Okay. So I've been watching Stumptown. That's pretty fun to watch. Um, so that's on Hulu. But also, I wanted to tell you, Marissa, that this is more uh, following up with you about a text that I sent previously that that motherland show I I think you might hate it if you start to watch it <laughs> so okay. so maybe don't watch it cuz for some reason there's more dancing than you would think <laughs> and all the spells are songs no okay I don't want it like like a bunch of women witches uh get together and they like all go like oh and then like that's a certain spell yeah I don't know about that. And oh, it's like the beautiful, like I am nude, and the together we like that. I thought you meant that. No, yeah. Okay, that more means like, more like chance. Um, uh, okay. And then um, the one of the reasons I watched it, and I, I believe Marissa knows this, but you listeners, one of the topics that I really, really wish I could cover for the show, but I just don't even know where to get started. So please feel free five seven zero pod pod one. Give me some tips. Um, is who writes the fake spells that are used in shows that are like magic related? Like who writes the fake spells in Charmed or The Craft or you know? Ooh, so I was like, craft, I, they had a Wiccan. Um, so they okay. So they had a Wiccan person that they. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Is this is this the first craft? The first one. I oh, don't. Give I'm not interested. Pete, <laughs> shut up. Uh, they had a Wiccan, or was it? Uh, yeah, I think it was a Wiccan person that they consulted with. But they made up like the god that they made up in the craft is not a Wiccan god. They made it up because right. they didn't. They like didn't want people to like be confusing things. So I think everything was like based on something real. Yeah, but not not correct like directly. Like right. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, like, they're saying things. And part of me is like, are they using, like, real Latin words in order to put the spell together? And if I knew Latin, would it be like, ha, 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 they just said, like, the monkey jumped across the lake, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it just, like, they just throw some some sounds together and they're like, yeah, that sounds like a spell. Just say, like, ooba-jooba-doo-boo. (laughs) I... 
I would. That turns on a jukebox, by the way. That's that, like that, that spell. <laughs> I would like a show that straight up uses real spells to see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Because the... So anyway, that's why I started to watch that Motherland show. Um, but the the only thing I could find that I've loved the most about it was uh, an article that said Hollywood spells are real spells because we believe in them. Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. So that's just, uh, you know what? Watch uh, shows that got canceled after one season on Hulu. That's my plug. <laughs> okay. My plug is, so if you like period stuff, that Bridgerton show, <laughs> boy, you know what it is, right? I know you don't like it. But you know what it is, right? Period stuff. Oh, shut up. So the Bridgerton show, Pete, if you're not familiar, it's like, I think it's Victorian era, but um, it's like revisionist history where I heard like, it's horny as hell. Well, oh yeah, it is. Uh, we're like, but half the king, but like it's all mixed races. It's not all white people in the you know that are noblemen. Um, but I'm gonna say I enjoyed it. If you like period pieces, uh, watch it. Also, it's horny as hell. But I've been arguing with people because I said. It looks like the girl never gets hers, despite how many times they had sex. And then two people said, nah, she gets hers. And I was like, everyone in this conversation has had sex. Why don't we see eye to eye on this? I was like, yes, she likes it, but she doesn't seem like she ever climaxes. He just, like, rams her and then pulls out. Which, by the way, seeing someone pull out in a Victorian, (laughs) it's weird. It's just so weird. Um, Not saying that, anyway... Uh, yeah, this is so a plug, guys. This is a plug. <laughs> yeah. If you've seen Bridgerton... This is a plug, but also if you've seen Bridgerton, do you think Daphne is having an orgasm? Call it to 570-POD-11. I think she's not. Uh, also, yallheard.me or slide into my DMs. Thank you, uh, Heather, for for sort of sliding into my DMs. That's the closest <laughs> I will ever get. I appreciate it. Uh, otherwise, everybody, enjoy yourselves. Um, I have quite the topic for next week. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, Happy New Year, and Happy Birthday to me. 